0: You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're gonna learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. So excited about today's episode. Now, today's episode is kind of a repeat of last week, right? Last week, uh, when I say repeat, I don't mean the same information, I just mean that I'm digging back into the archives of old coaching. Calls that I did Uh, in 2014, I believe. I did a whole coaching program where a bunch of guys signed up and we went through a whole process of how to meet and attract women. Basically, if you have the program Hooked, uh, everything we talked about in Hooked. And uh, if you don't have Hooked, well, I suggest you check it out. It is my core program that teaches you again, step A to Z, how to meet and attract women and, uh, and get a girlfriend. So if you do not, Uh, Have any idea how to do that or how to put that together? Check it out at getterhooked.com. Now that Uh, old coaching program that I did. I have some of the recordings and really this is just meaty stuff like some of the best stuff here because I dive really really deep into guys approaches and experiences uh, with women in terms of you know talking to them and mistakes they've made and and I coach them through the whole thing and I have this here for you and in the beginning we talk a little bit about you know what it means to approach an intimidating women. Intimidating women so if you uh... Uh, see any women that you're intimidated by, or they're so beautiful, you just don't know what to do. Well, this is the episode for you. And then if you continue to listen throughout the entire episode, I go through more advice about approaching and how to meet and attract the women that you might see around your town. So I think you're really going to enjoy this. This is definitely a longer episode, but again, it's really meaty. I give very specific examples and specific techniques for the girls that you're meeting. So I really hope you enjoy it. If you do, Leave me a review. I love reading your reviews on iTunes and on Stitcher. And just another quick update uh, my program, the Fearless Formula, is in fact live. So, uh, If you're listening to this within the week that this is live, go to tripadvice.com fearless and you can get your hands on my new program that teaches you everything about how to become fearless with women, how to get over approach anxiety, how to get rid of your insecurities, how to build your self-esteem and feel worthy of the types of women that you want. And of course, as always, it's another step-by-step program. It's ten hours long, teaching you how to do it. So check it out, tripadvice.com fearless And if you right now are listening to this and it's weeks later, um, well, all you got to do is email me, trip at tripadvicecom in order to get access to that. So check that out and check out this episode here. And you're gonna hear if you listen towards the end, you know, I'm saying like, oh, tune in next week for the next Q and A. That's just part of the recording. So don't think that's the actual podcast. Okay, this is not the podcast. This is uh, an archived uh, coaching call that I did again from 2014. So Enjoy. Check it out. Check out my Fearless Formula program, tripadvice.com slash fearless and I will uh, leave you be with the episode. Here it is. Glenn, we're going to unmute you. I like what you said here. Glenn, you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here
0: nice you said um, just, it's true especially for the gals that you approached friday night um which girls are you talking about
1: um the ones that we had that i had approached at um empire hotel The
0: uh, the the crazy blonde ones yes okay nice yeah I'll, I'll give a little backup of this story so glenn and i uh, we did some some coaching in new york city went to some hot spots we had a we had a blast, and um, I'll tell you this much, and Glenn will, Glenn will definitely uh, agree to this one. It just goes to show you that if you put yourself out there in crazy situations uh, and just make an effort to approach and socialize with as many people as you can, that anything can happen, okay? So uh, what happened with these girls is Glenn went over and approached them. They really took to him very well the approach was solid he was really good at maintaining conversation and 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 being funny and being sweet and uh by the end of the night one of the girls um was basically flashing uh, glenn which glenn liked right glenn
1: yeah well <laughs> that um yeah i didn't stop her from flashing in fact it was her and her friend who uh, really took to my um, personality and they kept squeezing my cheeks because, you know, I shaved, so I looked young. And they were commenting on that and my just my personality and just my vibe. Um, and I was thinking, had I not approached, I would have missed out on that opportunity.
0: Right. And you know what? Let me say this. And Glenn, tell me if you agree with this. Those girls that you I'm approached, awesome. they might have been the most intimidating looking girls in the girls. entire place. Okay. One of them was uh, young and really, really good looking, and the other one was older, kind of cougarish, I'll admit, not as good looking, but both of them together were very intimidating. They weren't smiling much. Um, They seemed to be kind of in their own little world, but Glenn, what happened once you went over there, even though they looked very scary and kind of intimidating looking, like they didn't want to talk to anybody?
1: Um, once I went over there, they automatically opened up. I mean, it was I was kind of shocked at first because they, how they were sitting was just quite intimidating. But it was easy for me just to go up there, you know, make a comment about what they were doing and, you know, lead to, you know, how do you know each other? And they just took to me. The, you know, the set opened up very well.
0: Awesome. And I think what helped Glenn out a lot too is that he went over there with a lot of energy. You know, he had a big smile on his face. Um, Logistically, they were sitting down. Right. So, you know, like we were teaching you in last week, in order to go over to a seated set, you have to, you know, kind of crouch down a little bit, try to get to their level. Right. Mm -hmm. So they opened up to him because he was on their level and he came in with a lot of energy. Now, one thing, Glenn, I did notice and I remember correcting this is you were for a long time talking to them. And there was a very obvious place to sit down, but you didn't. You were still kind of crouched over talking to them, right? But you were talking to them for over five minutes. So at that point, you know, if you're having a conversation with one for five minutes, at that point, they're interested, right? They're engaged in the conversation. So I I told Glenn, I went over to him, I said, Glenn, sit down, right? And he sat down. And it went went well, right? They were totally cool with you sitting down next to them and continuing the conversation.
1: Trip, they were grabbing at my clothes. (laughs) Because <laughs> they loved me so much. I mean, you know, it was like they wanted me to sit down. They were just waiting for me to sit.
0: Exactly. That was awesome. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to someone else here in a minute. Derek, you said, don't you think a little stubble is sexy? I Actually, yes, I do. In fact, that is something that I use too. A little stubble is sexy, but you got to be very careful because if you go overboard, it's a very thin line between... Um, looking like unkempt, you know what I mean? And just kind of like a mess and having some sexy stubble. So if you do a clean shave with a razor, right, so you have uh, the type of shave that gives you like a really smooth, smooth shave, then I would say probably you have about a good, I don't know, three to four days with it. After that, once the, the hairs get longer, it actually doesn't tend to look so good. But yeah, a little stubble uh, isn't too bad. Christopher, you said go, Glenn. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question from Christopher. Any other dudes here feel strange about invading a total stranger's personal uh, space in public? That's just so not who I am, and it's been very uh, tough to get past it. Seems like most of these guys don't have that issue. Okay. Well, Christopher, I'm glad we're gonna be working together next weekend, so we're gonna we're definitely gonna um you know battle that problem that you're having there, and we're gonna get you over that. Um, if anyone has anything to say about that, go ahead and, and raise your hand and we can talk. Uh, otherwise, I'll definitely chime in. And Glenn says, wrong. Well, Glenn's right. You're not invading space. In effect, if you do it right. Alex said, Chris, I got that issue. Alex, let's um, let's unmute you. Okay, it looks like Alex is having some uh, technical issues. Um, but yeah, so Christopher... Here's the situation, okay? You're not, yes, technically you're invading someone's personal space, but if you do the right approach, they're not going to think that way, okay? So if you're going up to a girl or multiple girls and you start being very touchy feely with them in the first two minutes of public space uh, during the day, you know, that's going to be, yeah, a little strange. That's not the way you want to do an approach. But if you stand, you know, a foot and a half to two feet, two and a half feet away from them, you know, in a casual type of approach, like a day approach, you're not invading any space, especially with your opener, right? Your opener is going to be somewhat um, something of genuine, right? It's going to be authentic. So whatever you're saying in terms of like, hey, you thought that they were cute, or maybe you're asking them a question about you know whatever they're doing or something they're holding or maybe something they're wearing and you come in with 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 really positive energy and a big smile you're not going to be invading their space now remember in a social approach you're definitely not invading their space and you can get away with actually physically being closer to them okay because in a social approach they want to talk to guys okay they want to talk to you so as long as you give them just a little bit of space you're not totally up in, in you know their whole situation and you're a couple of inches apart, kind of crowding them. You know, If you're not doing that, then you're not invading their space. Okay. Don't forget that women want to be approached. So this is something that again, Christopher, we're going to have to drill and get you over that. So you can see firsthand that it's not as bad as you think. A new question. We're going to Nicholas here. Two questions. How early do you ask them if they're single? That's a great question. Uh, I've been having the problem of having long solid conversation, but then telling me they're seeing someone else when I ask they're single or go for the close. Okay. Nicholas real quick. Is this approach a social approach or a casual approach? I'm just curious. Okay. Casual. So you're probably doing it like during the day. Okay. Um, so that's a good question. You know, first of all, guys, here's one big rule. I was teaching this to Glenn all weekend long. Okay. First off, make sure you look for the ring. That's a really, really big factor. Okay. So if you, if you have a chance at your best ability, look, remember, look for the ring on the finger, it's going to be their left hand on the ring finger, which is next to the pinky. Okay. So if they're walking toward you, if they're in front of you, that means it's on your right. Okay So you need to look for that right away. So that's one big thing. Now asking them if they're single, well, there's a few different approaches to that, okay? First of all, Nicholas, for you in this specific situation, if you find this is happening a lot, if I were you, I would try to ask that probably within the first seven minutes, right? So I say seven minutes specifically because you need at least fifteen minutes minutes for a casual approach to really solidify a good connection. So about halfway through, I want you to send a flirt to them, right? So you can say something like, you know what? You are so adorable. Are you single? And I know that's very direct, but if you're already talking to them for seven minutes, especially in a casual approach, that means that they trust you. So at that point, it's really okay to throw that out there, right? That's a good flirt. And if they're not, they're not and move on right? And if they are, well, that's fantastic, right? And now you know that they're single. Um, In a, in a more social approach, you can almost get away with, with doing that within the first, like five minutes. Okay. So here's a little line I like to spit out. When you approach, usually, right? It's a group of girls in a social approach at like a bar, something like that. And you're talking to them and within the first three minutes, I would say something like this with this delivery. You say, okay, I have to know who's single. And they're all going to start blushing and you're going to find out who's single. And the the one that you're interested in, if she says she's single, what I would do is I'd put your arm around her and say, okay, you're my new girlfriend for the next five minutes. Right? So you're able to kind of segue out of that question into something cute and flirty. Nicholas, you said no rings, I made sure. So yeah, Nicholas, again, I would just go for it, man. You just go for it. Just ask him. And you know what, guys? Here's another opener that's not that great, but sometimes it works. It's test worthy. And that's why I don't really teach it, but I'll throw it out here now because I know a lot of guys who've had success with it. And you can really just go and approach a girl. I would do this. This is more for a casual setting. As you can go up to her and use the opener, are you single? And just find out. Are you single? And she's going to be like, "Uh, yeah, why? You're just going to say, I just thought you were adorable. I had to come over and say hello. That's it. And then the follow-up, so what are you up to today? Test it out. It's really ballsy, but it can work in many situations. Uh, Nicholas, you said, what is a good response to say if uh, if everything goes well, but then the girl says she's not ready for a relationship? Do I just move on or try to push further? I'd move on. That's a rejection, Um, usually BS rejection. If they're saying that, that usually means that you did not attract them well enough, so there's something going on where you're not attracting them enough because most girls are ready for a relationship. Most of them are. You know, of course, there's a few that might not be. And in that case, they're probably just getting out of a relationship. But most girls want the relationship. So I, I call BS on any girl that says that, uh, but it should be a note to you that you're not doing something right in the interaction. He says, I have a question regarding having other guys as competition during the approach or conversation. Um, having other guys as a competitor. Okay, um, what's, uh, there's a lot we can talk about here, but what's your specific question there? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's not something that you should ever worry about. The real trick about, you know, any possible competitors in an approach, I mean, it's it goes down like this. You need to find out who everyone is in the group, right? So if there's guys and girls together, you need to find out how they know each other and who's dating who, and it's very easy. You just say the line that we've talked about. So how do you guys know each other? Nine times out of ten, one of the girls or the guys are gonna say, Oh, that's my girlfriend or that's my boyfriend or Oh, this is my fiance, or we're married, or oh, we're just friends, or oh, we work together, right? A million things. So you should find out based off that line who's with who. Okay. Now, the key there is once you find out which girls are single, even if there's guys in the group, you befriend the guys, you make sure you befriend the guys first, right? So don't start flirting with the girls until you befriend the guys. Okay. The guys have to trust you. Just like the girls have to trust you, but first the guys have to trust you because if they don't trust you, they don't like you, they're going to cock you, okay? So you just befriend the guys and it's very simple. It's just being friendly with them, you know, shoot the shit with them, talk to them about whatever, what they do, sports, I mean, literally anything you want to, just be friendly with them. And once that happens, then you can start gearing conversation more toward the single girls in the group and don't worry about the other guys there, okay? Don't worry about them being competition. Okay, it's their loss. If you know, They're the ones who are just kind of hoping to get with this girl because they're in the friend zone, right? That's not your problem. What, what are you well, talking I was just about referring again?
1: To, um, it was the, the set that um, I was talking, referring to the idea of approaching, especially in, the, let's say, a social setting, and I was referring to the two ladies who were sitting at the bar, and I basically approached, you know, unprompted approached them, opened it up very easily I had commented on their dress and you know found out they were from Czech Republic asked how they knew each other you know so on and so forth um, and my point was is that you know once I was in I was in and it was more of a matter of you know building up the courage to just go
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So
1: I was basically refer- making reference to either Chris or to someone else who was, you know, struggling with the idea of approaching, especially approaching cold. And oh, the right. idea being is that you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And entering their space,
1: right? Yes, so... that's right. Yeah, exactly. So, so exactly. yeah, exactly. Me... So these two. Go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: I was these two girls were you know, sitting at the bar, engaging in conversation. From the outset, you figure, you know, hey, here I am coming in between them somewhat. I'll be invading their space. But, you know, I used the right opener, had the right energy, the right approach, and they were more, I had them laughing within, what, maybe a minute or so? Yeah, I looked looked
0: over there and they were laughing, they were touching you. And here's the thing, two girls at a bar alone, they're looking to talk to people. They're looking to meet men, especially if they're single. And just to fast forward, you know, these girls who were at the bar who seemed very closed off that Glenn approached, you know, by the end of the night, he ended up bouncing with them to another place and going dancing with them. Okay, so you can go from, oh, those girls are closed off. They don't want to talk to anybody and not approach or you can approach and look at the craziness that could happen. Vens said, I'm still new in the U.S., still adjusting to the American conversation. Sometimes I can't relate to what they are saying, and guys always talk a lot. And I end up nodding or agreeing with them. Well, you know what, Vens? Here's, here's a good tip for you, okay? Since you're, you know, new to America, you don't know much about the culture, there's a lot of people out there that are really actually nice people who are like totally cool with teaching other people stuff and, and telling them other stuff about their culture. So if you go into a conversation and you're talking to, you know, a bunch of American people and, you know, you don't know much about American culture, ask them. That's a great way to connect with people, especially connecting with other dudes. You know, if you're just a nice, cool guy and you're like asking them any question about whatever, whatever comes to your mind, it can literally be anything, Right. Most of the time, they should be pretty cool with, you know, answering and, and you know, telling you how it is in with American culture or whatever it is you ask about, okay? So, don't underestimate um, the idea that people can be really nice, okay? As long as you come in with a lot of positive energy and smiles, like I'm always saying, then people would treat you with a lot of respect. Christopher, you said, once you've opened it up, at what point do you actually ask her out? Okay, so we'll, we're going to be going into that in the next couple of weeks. That's a very, um, that's a great question, but it's a long answer. Um, but in the shortest way I can answer that question for you, when are you going to ask her out? You're going to ask her out when you get the final signs that she's interested in you, okay? And you've been talking to her for, you know, if it's if it's a casual approach, 15 minutes, if it's a social approach, somewhere between 25 and 45 minutes, okay? But we'll go into details about how to do that, when to do that uh, in the next few weeks. For the move, uh, you're my girlfriend for the next five minutes. Put your arm around her. You're you asking, what if the one you fancy isn't next to you according to your approach? It's ideal to approach where there's a gap. Okay, so what he's asking is, you know, you got to go where the gap is in conversation. But what if the girl you like is like not next to you, but she's she's across from you. What are you going to do? It's very simple. You're just going to go over to her and break up, you know, her next to whatever girl she's next to and put your arm around her and just kind of do it in such a way that you're not blocking the girl next to her, but you kind of are just going on that side of the circle, right? Or what you can do is you can put out your hand or grab the hand of the girl that you fancy, right? And just lightly pull her in toward you and give her like a hug or some kind of side hug. So don't be afraid to really take control in these interactions. Okay, once you once you get over that fear of being able to make the moves that you want to make, and do them comfortably, other people are going to be comfortable when you're comfortable. So if you're comfortable doing a move like that and you can do it very smoothly and it might take some practice, they're going to be okay with it. It's when you fumble and you're all nervous to do something like that, it comes off awkward and not authentic. Cool, Nicholas, thanks for the answers. Vans, cool, got it, thanks. Christopher, Glenn, you're an inspiration. Let me tell you something about Glenn. The amount of improvement I saw from him this weekend was absolutely amazing. In fact, he did this one approach during the day, which if no one has any questions uh, right now, I want to unmute Glenn, and I want to talk to you, Glenn, about that one approach you did during the day, which was, it was a flawless approach, okay?
1: Yeah, was that the one, um, the Barnes & Nobles, the German?
0: yeah the German so it Brian? was a, it was a really solid approach yes. um, so just talk about you know talk about how you felt in the approach and some of the things that you talked about in the approach and how you moved along the conversation from the opener which you'll talk- which you'll talk about to the close,
1: okay, so. Um as far as with this the feeling, it was initial anxiety, but I was able to ignore that and I approached her, I believe I had commented on her boots, and I said you know, I said I, I said, um, hey, or hello. I mean, I saw you standing here and I saw you these boots, and these boots look great. You know, and I want to know, well, where did you get them from? So she starts talking about the boots um you know and she had mentioned they're from some you know you know i think she even mentioned it was from germany or something like that and i said wow germany you know what i know people in germany and she started talking about you know what part of germany she's from and this and that i didn't I even ask her what was her favorite part about germany and, okay so
0: stop right and, there stop right there just so you guys understand what happened here this is simple active listening all glenn did was listen for a solid keyword and see where he can go off from there. Okay, so it was that was simple, right? It was the boots were from Germany. She's from Germany. Okay, cool. He didn't keep on talking about the boots, right? Which is what what most guys do. They'll just keep talking about that one thing. Right. Instead, he took the keyword Germany and went off on it. Glenn, continue.
1: So um from there I think I'd asked her like, you know, what were some of her fondest memories? Because I think at one point I asked her, you know, she's from Germany. How long has she been here in New York? And she said, well, you know, for a year or so I've been here um, working in a non for profit. um, And I said, oh really? You know, station. Where's the non for profit? Well, it's in it's in here in Manhattan, but we go out to different places. Like when it was, uh, we do a lot of recovery for people who were damaged either by a hurricane. Things like that, and she mentioned Far Rockaway. And as it turns out, I live in Far Rockaway. So I said, "Wow, that's amazing!" Because I live out there. And she said, "Yeah, I've been out there. You know, the place looks so devastated, but it's great for surfing." And I noticed she had a book about surfing. So I had asked her about that, and I asked her. I think I asked her along the lines of, "You know, what is it you like about surfing?" She says, "Well," I like, you know, the waves, and she told me a story about how she tried to surf along the Rockaway, you know, along the Rockaways, and it's quite very difficult to catch the wave, but she had managed it. Um, Okay, cool.
0: So stop right there. So basically all he's doing is just moving conversation from one tangent to the next. We'll go more into this next week, but just so you know, this is what conversation needs to be like, okay? Imagine this. Imagine... Someone is listening to you talk to, uh, you know, uh, someone's listening to you talk to whoever you're approaching. Right. So imagine there's like a spectator. Okay. In this case, I literally was a spectator. I was listening in on this conversation. Okay. And so what you want to do is you want to make sure that that quote unquote spectator is being entertained. Okay. That person is not going to be entertained if they hear you and the girl that you approach talk about the same thing. Okay. But it's going to be a lot more interesting when it moves from tangent to tangent to tangent, talking about a bunch of things. And the reason why this is so good is because not only uh, is it going to be you talking about, you know, various uh, topics, right, which makes for an interesting conversation, but it's going to, make you two connect on multiple levels and that's the whole point behind the conversations you need to have okay you don't want to stay on one topic because it gets boring and if it gets boring you can't connect so that was one thing that Glenn did really good that I, uh, really well that I wanted to share today okay is that he was able to go from topic to topic to topic right and that makes the woman or the women that you're approaching way more engaged in the conversation. <laughs> Christopher's jealous. Don't worry, Christopher, you're going to see how all this is done soon. Um, okay. So Glenn, let's just wrap up this story here. Um, what was your just one big, big takeaway from, from that approach that you did during the day? Just one thing that was eye-opening to you, a big aha moment.
1: Um, I think, you know, what it was, it was, you know, just doing the approach that once I was in it, in the midst of the approach, it was easy. You know, I think before the approach, I had a lot of anxiety, you know, but once I was in there, it was nowhere near as bad as I thought it would be, you know, if that makes any sense. In other words, it, it was very seamless once I was in. The issue was before just getting myself revved up to go in. So that's one thing I I took away that, you know, nine times out of 10, the approach, you know, that's once you get past the anxiety, the approach is this easy. And it's a lot, and really all it takes is just walking up to the girl.
0: Yeah. And uh, and, and one thing I just want to chime in here, Uh, Glenn, you know, so, when I was listening in on this conversation because I heard the whole thing, you know he Glenn sounded normal there was like there was no nervousness in his voice, like he sounded totally confident and just normal like he was having a conversation and After the conversation was over, Glenn comes up to me and he says, "You know, trip, oh man, I was so nervous like I felt so nervous during that whole approach, and i was I was shocked right I knew he was nervous before the approach, but I was so shocked because he didn't sound nervous at all. So the point that I want you guys to take away from this is that you may think that you sound terrible, or your body language is terrible, or you may be really nervous in your head but that's not necessarily how it's coming out to the woman. So stop focusing on all that stuff that's going on in your head because I'm sure Glenn you were thinking in your head like you told me, oh my god I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous but really you know, that's not how she saw it right and i this is what i do for a living that's i can tell I'm... when someone's nervous you didn't seem like it at all okay so that's something that you got to understand when you're doing an approach you got to just focus on talking to the girl and moving the conversation along and less about the stuff that's going on inside your head okay cool uh vans You're saying, I assume you'll also tackle the topic about texting the girl because I got some numbers recently, but the thing is I never really flirted with them when I asked for the number. So what should be my message on the text? Okay, yes, we will be going into that. Um, I'll just tell you right now, Vens, the message in the text should be asking them, um, you know, what their schedule is like and, you know, that just offer an idea to hang out. Simple as that. I don't know if they're going to respond or not, but I just want to tell you guys, and you might already know this from you know watching all my stuff is that the texting is not really as important as the interaction that you have when you first meet them. Okay, So in theory, texting is just logistics. It should be very simple as just setting up the date. You don't need to say anything that special, but I will give you guys a few good text messages in good lines to say to set up the date. Um, But Vens, if you just go ahead and ask them out, just say, what's your schedule like this week? We should go check out this really cool bar. If they respond positively and they are down to do it, then great. If they don't respond positively or they don't respond at all, or they say no, it's nothing you could have really done via text. It all would have to come down to when you first talked to them and when you first were flirting with them. And if you weren't flirting, I'm not sure how these are going to go, but that's your best bet right now. Okay, guys, we got about 20 more minutes left. Plenty of room for more questions, comments, stories. Um, There's a few people who have not been uh, asking any questions or telling any stories. I'm not going to call you out, but you know who you are. Hopefully, you got something going on. You should have at least a question, or if you're doing your homework like you should be, some kind of story. And listen, we want to hear about your rejections. We don't need to hear about all of, uh, or if you do have any, you know, good approaches that came out, we want to hear everything so we can learn from not just the, the, uh, good, but the bad as well. Glenn, Glenn this weekend got rejected a bunch of times, right? But he also didn't get rejected a bunch of times. We also did a lot of approaching, but just remember don't worry about the times you get rejected. Okay? Focus on the good. Christopher, you said I asked a girl out, she said yes, then she canceled. Rejection equals success. <laughs> I love it. Um yes, rejection does equal success because you went out there and you did it. So, very good. Um Christopher, was this an approach? Who was this girl? And you should at least try to get her out again. I wouldn't give up too soon. You met her through friends in ABR. I don't know what that is. Alan, you said you gave some good answers based on some of my approaches the past week. Okay, Alan, how are the approaches going? Um, How did they go last week? Did you do any last week? Oh, Christopher said it's not a cold approach. Okay, got it. Okay, Alan, would you like me uh to unmute you? Do you want to talk about some of the approaches you did last week? Alan, you there? Yep, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear.
2: All right, great. Alright, so
0: um, why don't we do this? Why don't you talk about um the worst approach you did and the best approach you did? So whatever right. those are, let's talk about those two. How does that sound?
2: Alright, so probably the worst approach was um you know, I approached a group had like maybe like one or two guys and like uh, maybe five or six girls in it. And
0: okay, give us the um, give us the background. Where were you? What kind of okay, environment so like were night.
2: you in? Yeah, it was night. It was I was a, at a bar, and uh, they were they're sort of kind of like huddled, uh, kind of like at a kind of like one of the, the lounge areas. You know, like they were sitting down at like a couch. So some of them were kind of like sitting down, some were standing up a little bit. Um, and they were kind of like in their own little area, I guess. And, um, you know, I, I kind of made I made an approach. You know, I did the line, hey, you guys look like you're having fun. Um, you, know, you know, how's it going or whatever. And uh, they didn't seem too receptive of that. I think, um, you know, for one, uh, you know, I, I don't think I really used very good eye contact looking back on it. And um, I think also like my timing wasn't very good either. Um, it was kind of it was tough because I think like even though there was like a, a big group, like they were sort of like um, like maybe two or three would be talking to each other, and then there'd be they were kind of like it was like one big group, but like kind of like broken up with three kind of groups, so they were sort of like not all really hanging out with each other exactly like only two or three were talking to each other at the time, and then I don't know I kind of came into the middle and it was, I don't know, it's, it was, it was kind of an awkward way of approaching, I think. So, um, so that didn't work out too well for me there.
0: Okay. So I'm going to, so let's break that down for a second. Uh, one thing I'm I'm going to throw this out there, I'm going to guess your energy probably wasn't very high. You probably went in there just kind of like, kind of giving your line with not a lot of excitement. Yes or no?
2: Yeah, it probably wasn't like really high energy, um, you know, I I mean, yeah, it was like, I don't think I was low, but maybe kind of like, uh, kind of in the middle, I suppose.
0: Okay. Yeah. Even in the middle, it's not going to be powerful enough to get the attention of that big of a group. Okay. So the bigger the group is, the more energy you're going to have to put out. Okay. Right. Because they're going to have to hear you. They're going to have to get excited by, you know, your entrance and the things that you have to say. So. That's one thing. The second thing is when you're dealing with the group that's kind of awkwardly spread out like it's a big group but there's like a chunk of three or a chunk of four, you want to try to open up the whole group but then go in and focus on one section of the group. Because if, there, if there's like seven of them or eight of them or something really large and and they're kind of like spread out in a way that's just going to make it awkward for you to be like the center of attention, which at the end of the day, it's very hard to get that many people's attention at once. You can just, you should just go into a section of the group and focus the rest of your energy into there. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. I was thinking maybe like, maybe even like uh, in the initial approach, just maybe just kind of approach maybe one, one section, you know, kind of one chunk and just kind of start there and then maybe build my way to the, to the rest of the group. I was wondering what you thought about that.
0: Yeah, that's definitely an option. You know, if you see that there's a very clear opening to just open up a section of the group, then absolutely, you know, then okay. go for that. Yeah,
2: you know. I thought that was um, you know, probably, like, an easier approach. I probably should have done that because, um, yeah, it was kind of daunting for, you know, uh, such a large group. So, um, yeah, I thought, looking back, I thought I should have been better if I just approached maybe, like, you know, one of the groups first. And uh, kind of like you were saying earlier about, you know, you want to be friends with the guys. I thought, you know, maybe that was something I should have done too. Like, at the beginning, I should have, like, build a connection with one of the guys and then kind of like, um, you know, start talking to him and say, Oh, Hey, you know, then go with with like, Hey, you guys look like you're having fun here. And then kind of like try to, uh, segue to, you know, Hey, how do you know the rest of these people here? And then that would, you know, have him maybe introduce me to everyone else. I think that would have been an easier transition there too.
0: Yeah. Here's an, here's like the ideal way that you could have done it. Right. Is you could have approached, uh, part of the group that had more of the guys and approach them first and open up conversation with them. And then once you befriend them, what you can do to get introduced to the girls is this. Okay, so well, first you wouldn't say, um, oh, so are you guys here with these girls too? Or you wouldn't be like, you know, who are these girls? Or how do you know them? While maintaining body language, that's closed off to that group. Okay, so that was kind of confusing. Let me try to explain this. You want to try to force your way into getting introduced to the other part of the group. Okay, so if you're ever in a situation where you want to get yourself introduced to the other part of the group because you know there's some cute girls over there that you want to talk to, open up your body language in such a way where you're kind of starting to walk toward those people. So the person that you say like oh so who 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 are these friends are these are friends they're gonna be forced to like introduce you because you kind of moved over, but if you just kind of stay put and say oh are these are friends they might just say yeah da 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 they might not even introduce you to them because you're just kind of standing still they have no reason to introduce you and then that's gonna be awkward to kind of move to the other part of the group so make sure that your body language is open to to be near you know everybody so you can get the introduction. So that's a little kind of more um advanced but that's how you want to think. Okay, that's the kind of uh, that's how far down uh you want to think in these terms of these uh, approaches. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, definitely. So um yeah, so yeah, I mean I feel like um I you know, I feel like I definitely identified and made some, you know, mistakes there but uh yeah i think uh definitely that definitely makes a lot of sense and uh, you know i think you know i would try that again but just you know a different you know a different approach uh you know based on you know what i learned from that encounter there
0: right exactly and so you know the big lesson here is learning from your mistakes right so you didn't approach okay whatever it didn't go well not the end of the world you're probably never going to see them again not a big deal but now after kind of realizing like, oh, like, cause you, you realize this on your own. I didn't have to tell you this. You kind of realize like, you know what? I could have been better. I could have maybe approached, you know, the smaller group. So that's the stuff you got to think about when an approach doesn't go well, um, whether it's in the middle, the end, the beginning, it doesn't matter. But, what, you know, if it doesn't go well, don't be down on yourself. But think about like, OK, what could I have done better next time? And sometimes you may even think to yourself like, well, I did everything perfect and screw them. Like there was nothing I could have done better. Okay, maybe that's true. But in order to succeed and get better at something, it's always better to try to improve and just figure out if there's any way there's even one thing you could have done that could have made the approach better. Right. So it's not about coming down on yourself, but it's about just fixing the little mistakes to see more success. So, Alan, we'll come back to you uh, in just a second here. I want to answer another question, and then let's hear about one of your better approaches. So, Vance asked, um, okay, so he assumes that I would also focus more on the hot approach. I mentioned, he mentioned to me before that he's not into bar, socializing scene. He meets most girls through volunteering or any community-related activities where there are 90 first chance that I would still, da, 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 okay. He doesn't want to have a reputation that he only joins the volunteering groups to hit on the girls. So he's saying, uh, how do you talk, how do you do those types of approaches? Okay, so to be clear here, he's talking more about approaches, um, you know, in some kind of group aspect, maybe friends of friends, things like that. So Here's my method. If you're meeting, if you're meeting uh, women through those kinds of events, I would say the smoothest way to go about getting one of those girls out on a date is by, um, well, there's a couple of things. Okay, here's one thing, right? And this is kind of about creating a social circle. So what you want to do is you want to try to be the hub of the guy who's always doing fun stuff. Okay so one thing I like to do is you get a bunch of people to go out with you to a bar or a restaurant or doing something fun okay so if you meet a girl or girls or whoever out at volunteering events or other social events try to warm up to them first at those events don't try hitting on them there cuz i know vens you were saying before like You want to be the guy who's just like going to these volunteering events, hitting on every girl. Okay. So you're not going to be, you're going to take it one step further. You're going to befriend them at these events, and then you're going to create your own event where you invite a bunch of friends out, including the women that you are interested in. Right. And then at that point, that's the opportunity to single them out at the event that you have and flirt with them there. Uh, create a connection with them there and then get their number, unless you probably already have it. But, and then that's the moment you'll ask them out to do something alone. You know, listen, you seem cool. We got to hang out sometime. We got to do something. Right. And of course, yes, you're doing something then, but the way you're going to ask it is doing something with her alone. Okay. So that's one of the smoothest ways to do it is if you, if you can't really, if you don't feel comfortable in some kind of group situation with, asking them out there or getting their number to go on a date in at those events you create your own social event and that's where you can close the deal so i'm going to talk about this in a few weeks but in terms of a social circle that's one of the best moves to do right so you can go out and just approach a ton of cute girls talk to some cool guys and just get a bunch of numbers and then to make it an even warmer approach is get all those numbers, kind of friend zone them a little bit when you first meet them and then pick a night and text all these people. Get them out. Of course, you're not going to get everyone to come out, but if you meet enough people, get enough numbers, it's going to be a numbers game, invite them all out. And then you're the host of this cool party and it doesn't have to be your, your place. Although if, if it was at your place, that'd be pretty cool, but you could do it out somewhere and then you can connect with these people deeper. and it's going to be such a smoother approach because they're going to already feel like they know you. Okay, Vans. I hope I answered your question. Um, you said you have, He says he has lots of numbers but doesn't know what to do next. Okay, so sounds like we answered it then. You know exactly what to do next now. Get them out to your own event. <laughs> Christopher said a luxury problem or aka, um, yeah, good problems. Okay, we got about five more minutes left for this Q and A? any other questions or stories? Um, if not, let's go back to Alan real quick. Alan, I'm going to unmute you. So um, we cut you off. So tell us about one of your good approaches.
2: All right. Yeah, I had one really, really good approach. Uh, it was uh, on Friday, and actually, it was kind of, it kind of just fell in my lap to be honest. Uh, so I went, you know, out to a bar and um, you know I went with one of my buddies um, and I knew that there was other friends of mine who were going to be at this bar as well so I ended up going there see one of you know friends that I knew and um, I told him about a new job that I just started because he works for the he's been working for that company for quite a while so I said hey man I just started working there too and uh, happened to be these two girls were you know at the bar kind of right next to us and one of them kind of you know looked at me so um, you know, kind of, uh, I, I thought like, oh, maybe she works there too. So I, I was like, hey, do you work there? And, and she was like, no, no, but you know, my neighbor works there or whatever. And then that kind of really just started the conversation. And, you know, me and my uh, buddy really just kind of hung out with her and her friend for quite a while. Um, uh, I actually, you know, talked with, with with that girl for a little bit, but I realized that you know, her friend I was a little bit more attracted to and, Felt like a little better connection with, so I kind of spent most of the, the time just hanging, you know, talking with the friend. Um, and we hung out for a good, um, you know, hour and a half or two hours, you know, me and my friend and these two girls, um, you know. And I made sure to, you know, use a lot of eye contact and smile and, um, you know, uh, kind of touch, you know, gently a little bit. And uh, you know, I thought we had a good connection, pretty decent connection, good conversation. Um, you know, the girl that I like, she, you know, eventually, you know, said she had to leave. She was feeling a little bit sick and uh, uh, started losing her voice, what she said. So I got her number and, um, you know, I did text her a few days later. Before I texted her, I actually looked her up on, on Facebook. She had mentioned she had been, uh, she gotten out of a relationship about a month ago. Uh, but it wasn't just any relationship. She was actually engaged for like five months. So uh, kind of right away, I was like, oh, man. this. Probably uh, I I don't feel too confident about asking her out, but I figured you know what the heck, might as well do it anyways. If I get rejected, that's part of the assignment anyways. So you know I texted her a few times, and then uh, you know I still tried to make it try to make it flirty. You know complimented her, told her she was cute and stuff, and then you know finally a third text asked her out, and then she kind of gave me kind of like a weak excuse as to you know oh maybe not right now, maybe in a couple weeks or something like that. but, um, you know, I still feel pretty good about it. You know, I still feel, uh, you know, I had a really good interaction and, you know, sometimes I know it's not, it's not always going to work out anyway. and so that's just not for me or they're just, uh, yeah. you know, I do have other things in their life. So, uh, but that was a really good interaction that I, that I, I felt
0: like I had there. Okay. So, so um, it's funny because you're talking about the exception that I was literally saying like 45 minutes ago, like yeah. sometimes they're just going to be girls who just got out of a relationship and they're not going to want to. You know, get mm-hmm. right back into something, um, so it seems like that's that girl, but so we can all learn from that interaction, um just like Glenn said, what's one aha moment or one thing that you kind of noticed about the interaction that I mean you said it was a good interaction, right so yeah. be more specific, tell us just one thing that made it good that you know maybe we can take away something that we can do. Uh, to make our interactions good. So, what was something that happened uh, that you can what, share with us? One thing
2: I noticed. Well, to be honest, like um, you know, a lot of times there's girls in the past where I'll get their phone number and then I'll like I'll text them and they won't even give me a rejection. They just like don't even respond. Like maybe I'll they'll respond to my first text, but then maybe like my second text they'll just like don't even respond. So I thought it was kind of. Um, Kind of a like a kind of a big step for me. Just to even have the girl even respond to me, and even you know, I kind of felt that was actually more encouraging for me. Like I felt like you know I made some impression. The fact that she even you know took the time to even give me an answer. Um, right. So so I... so my
0: question for you is this, yeah. and I know you might not be able to answer it, um, you know, because because you're beginning and you're just starting the stuff off. But what do you think made her? um, you know, get that solid impression from you and respond to you. What do you think it was that you did? Was it something that you applied, um, with the stuff that we have been going over? What do you think made her feel comfortable with you?
2: I think, you know, definitely compared to previous, you know, interactions I've had with other girls, the fact that I was very direct and I was very flirty, like, you know, I, I told her, like, you know, I think you have very beautiful eyes. Like I remember, um, you know, she, we were in conversation, she was like, you know, telling me whatever you know, story, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of like halfway through it, cut her off. It's like, oh, you know, you have the most beautiful eyes. Um, I'm sorry, what were you talking about again? I kind of, you know, threw that out there. And, um, good. you know, and, and I think, um, you know, we had, like, I, I, as I mentioned, I made sure to use really good eye contact. I, um, you know, I, I, I compliment her, you know, a few other times, you know, kind of has some kind of corny humor, but, you know, humor that made her laugh a little bit as well. That was fortacious. Um, you know, like I said, we hung out for a good hour and a half or two hours, so you know, I think, um, you know, we had you know, pretty good conversation
0: there. Okay, cool. Okay, so, guys, what I want you to do, uh, as you you know, move along your journey, and thank, thanks, Alan, for sharing. Um, what I want you to do is, you know, try to look back at all the approaches you do, and if you want to really get good at this stuff, make a little list on all the approaches. Write down what you think you did well and what you think you could do better. Okay. Because you want to remind yourself constantly. This is how you learn. This is like the, the, the learning process here that's going to make you get better faster, is really analyzing to the point where you know, okay, what did you do well? What did you do bad? So you can know what to do next time in terms of repeating things that were good, right? And nixing and, and the things that were bad. It's like very simple. Okay, But it's, it's important you remember those things and writing them down really helps. Okay, So right there, Alan was saying, you know, he, he gave that line about her eyes and that worked really well. So maybe you can try using that again. Um, he said he was kind of throwing out some corny, funny jokes, right? So that's something that he can do again in an, in an interaction, right? So that's stuff you want to pay attention to so you can consistently get better, which will get you more consistent results. So we're going to wrap up here. I want to answer one last question. Uh, Derek said, and this is a great question, how do you approach in the gym? So I'm going to go ahead and answer that and then we'll wrap up. So in terms of the gym, this is one of the tougher places to approach Uh, a because basically the girls are busy, right? And it's just kind of tough to interrupt someone in the middle of a workout. So there's a couple of things you could do. Okay, one thing you could do is Well, first of all, here's your don't. Okay, don't approach them when they're in the middle of a workout. It's just a bad idea. So you're going to have to try to find a way to get in on the approach when they're walking and getting a drink of water or going to a new machine or something like that. And you can open up with something like, Hey, I've seen you in here before and I'm always here. You know, what's your name? That's it. That's simple. Say, I've seen you in here before. What's your name? And then there's chat up conversation. Oh, cool. Nice. So what are you working on today? So that's one idea of an approach. Is it the best approach? Not really. Again, it's just tough because they're going somewhere, um, you know, maybe to another machine, they're just in the middle of a workout and people just don't really like to talk when they're in the middle of a, of a good workout. Right? So here's one other method that's a little tougher, but it's way smoother. Okay. So here's my second answer to that question. It's kind of stalkerish, okay. It's a and it's going to take a little bit of work, but trust me when I say, if you can pull it off, it's going to be the smoothest approach you'll do with a girl at a gym, okay. So here it is: the girl that you see that you want to talk to. Figure out a way where you can time it out, so you know exactly when she's leaving the gym, because that's the better time to approach one the endorphins are kicking in, so she's feeling really good. And two, you're not interrupting her in the middle of her workout. Now again, it's a little stalker. You're going to have to kind of check in on her. You're going to have to see when she leaves. You're going to have to leave when she leaves. And that might not be the ideal time for you to leave because you're in the middle of working out. Um, then again, you can always just find out when she leaves and 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 kind of just run out really quickly. But you wanna you want to approach her when she's on her way out. And I don't mean like Opening the door and walking out. I mean, like you catch her outside of the gym. So, in a a perfect situation, you time it out in such a way where you're leaving when she's leaving. Okay. And then you can approach her there and deliver the same line I just said, like, Hey, I've seen you in here before. What's your name? Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Derek. Or really, after that, anything. So that's one of the smoother ways to do it at a gym. Um, Again, one of the hardest. And I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you right now. Gyms are just not the best places to approach. I mean, they're just not. It just I I, I rarely hear of any approaches doing well there, but I'm I'm never going to tell you not to try. And those are the best ways to do it. Um, Otherwise, best places to approach that, you know, are similar to a gym or like doing classes. So like yoga classes, hip hop, dance classes, other dance classes, something like that, because then you can actually befriend them while you're doing that workout because everyone's kind of working together and the approach is a lot easier. So Derek, try that out, man. Seriously, try one of those out. I would love for you to go do an approach like that. Come back here, tell us how it went, because that'd be awesome. Uh, Other than that, I think awesome. Derek said he's going to try tonight. Okay, good. So try tonight and uh, we'll come back to you and find out what happened. Um, So yeah, that's a wrap. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going over everything to do with the meat of conversation. Um, Not so much flirting, but conversation, what to do in conversation, um, how to keep conversation going, the things to talk about, the things not to talk about, and what makes for a really smooth conversation how to go off on tangents, uh, things like that. So uh, we'll be learning that next week. Again, utilize the Facebook forum if you want to ask any questions up until then. Uh, Other than that, thanks for joining tonight and I'll see you guys next week.